Good morning, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving to you all. Thank you for stopping by on this special day. Got um, some words to share about the blessing of Thanksgiving, the power of Thanksgiving. Before I do, this is George Watkins, for those that perhaps haven't been here before. And I have been George Watkins for quite a while. <laughs> and we're thrilled to have you along on our journey. Today is a special day across this nation. Many people are gathered with their families and with other friends in celebration. And we have traditions we go through. We have our family uh, customs, all the things that <clears throat> seem to make us feel connected and together. Happens on a day like this and most often on, a, on Thanksgiving. So welcome to that. Now, if for some reason you don't have that going on, families shift and time schedules don't meet, then you can still rejoice and be thankful in the Lord. Amen. So I want to encourage you in that today. Hallelujah. Before I uh, go too far, like, <laughs> like I want to always do is remind you of subscribing or sharing or passing this on to someone. Bring somebody up and say, hey, tune into this broadcast. It'll be good for you today. Amen. Thank you for that. Okay. A thankful heart. The power of thanksgiving and what it's all about. In the middle of our civil war that was has been and was our greatest struggle as a nation. The Revolutionary War was the first struggle. God brought us through that our little fledgling colonies against the greatest might and power on the earth. And yet we, we overcame and succeeded by the hand of God. <clears throat> Years later in 1800s, 1860s, we had this great strife again called the Civil War, division between the Southern states and the Northern states ideas and thoughts and you know belief belief system well in 1863 abraham lincoln made a declaration that there would be a day of national thanksgiving set aside on the third thursday of every november now now i don't believe it was a coincidence listen to this now this is important i don't believe it was a coincidence that not quite two years later, on May the 13th, 1865, the end of the Civil War took place. In the middle of this strife, it's my opinion, because I know the history and the, and the patterns of the, of the biblical um, past, I believe an angel came to Abraham Lincoln in the night and spoke into his ear. You read uh, Job 33, 32, and 33. You'll see where an angel comes and speaks into our ear and gives direction and, and gives uh, messages from the Lord. I believe Abraham Lincoln was considered a king in the sense of the biblical sense, where God turns the heads of the king and speaks into the hearts of kings. He made a declaration to this nation that we would be thankful. Now, look at 
A seed of thanksgiving was planted in the womb of this fractured nation that was just about ready to blow apart again. You know, in the Revolutionary War, Louisiana and that southern district was closer to France than it was to 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 England and to the uh, to the English settlers that you know came in the first time. So there there would have been a ripping apart there, and the nation would never have been a United States, a United Nation. Well, here we are again with the South wanting to succeed. Matter of fact, they did succeed. That's why. That's why we were having the struggle. And they had a they had a president themselves. They had their own government functioning during all all the time during this war. But God did not have it in mind that we would be divided, because the nation that He was birthing in in those years, in those days, was intended to take the gospel and the light of Christ around the world, not to uh, so much take democracy or our way of government and our customs around the world, but the spirit and the message of the kingdom of God. We were established as, as when the pilgrims came in, we were established on the basis of religious freedom. They came to worship God in this nation. Well, that seed of thanksgiving was planted in the womb of this nation. And less than two years later, the civil war ended and the nation came back together. Now, we are in a struggle of a divided nation again in ideology and thoughts and customs in the sense of one one side believes a certain way and the other side believes a certain way. Personally, <laughs> I'm sure it's not a surprise to you that I'm on the side of God's favor. I'm on the side of life. I'm on the side of freedom. I'm on the side of constitutional strength. I'm on the side of that group that believes that we should have freedom of thought. There shouldn't be thought police and we shouldn't have restrictions on our worship and so forth. Okay. We are in that same struggle, only we don't have the guns and the, and the bombs blown up with armies. I believe if we'll take this opportunity to be reminded that a thankful heart will attract healing and restitution and restoration, rather. A thankful heart will attract the things of God. And if we'll be thankful, can you imagine the um, the thought patterns and the emotional uh, status of the American people when there were when there were uh, wars and and death and all those things going on in the Civil War? We lost Americans on both sides. It wasn't like we were fighting a foreign nation. We were fighting our own brothers. And so there were millions of um, deaths from American soldiers and American citizens. And Abraham Lincoln comes along and says, well, folks, let's be thankful. <laughs> you know, thankful. Nothing. I'm going to kill somebody. No. He said, let's be thankful for God's intervention, God's hand upon us. Let us be thankful in this day. Now. I'm telling you, if we'll have a thankful heart, we're not thankful that there's problems. We're not thankful that uh, people are, you know, anxious and upset. We're not thankful that things are broken. We're thankful that God has charge of this 
and we will see a victory. And we will see the hand of God turn the storm and turn the things that seem to be unfixable if we'll have a thankful heart. A few verses on Thanksgiving, you find them in abundance through the scriptures. <laughs> First Chronicles 16, 8, give thanks and call upon the Lord. Uh, 1634, give thanks for he is good. <laughs> you say, what do I have to be thankful for? Be th thankful that he is good. Your rent is late. You've got sickness in the house and the body. You've got problems at work. All right. Now we know that. That's 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 the real deal. It work. It happens. But if we'll be thankful that he is good, his goodness will be attracted. His goodness will come to us, and his goodness is supply and rest restoration and wholeness and peace. If we'll be thankful, well, I love Psalms one hundred, the fourth verse, one of my favorites, and it has a it has a process of going in. He says, enter into the court, into the gate, first entrance, the gate of this king's palace now in Old Testament typology. The gate gets you in. He says, enter in with thanksgiving. <clears throat> You're outside the gate of the king's palace. You've come to see the king. And you stand outside the gate with your fist and you're screaming obscenities and threats. <laughs> That's going to get you a arrow through your armor. They're going to get hit in the head with something. No, no, no. You're outside of the gate with thanksgiving and gifts, praise and gifts of honor. And I love this king and I want to get in. <laughs> then when you get in, praise. You enter in thanksgiving, you go into the courts with praise. So you get through the gate. Now we're still in this picture, pictorial teaching here. Get into the gate with thanksgiving. Then in when you're inside and you haven't got into the throne room yet, you're full of praise. Oh, this is the prettiest thing I've ever seen. I didn't know the king was so imaginative, you know, imaginative. Look at the beautiful colors. He must be a great king. Praise. Now, we don't make that up when we come to God. It's not like we're being phony. No, but it's the attitude of thanksgiving and praise. And you will enter in. You come to God with a mope <laughs> and a groan. And, you know, you're just complaining and I'm so tired and I'm so broken and I'm so miserable. Okay. God knows that before you got in the door. He knows your heart a long ways off, a far off, the King James says. <laughs> he knows that. He, see, he saw you coming. But your, your heart will not be open to receive until it opens with thanksgiving. See, it's not on God's part. God's not up there saying, well, when you get pitiful enough and sorrowful enough, I may give you a crumb. <laughs> I may give, I'll give you something. No, no, no. It's not God. God's abundant in mercy. God's abundant in grace. God's abundant in, in, in all of his goodness to you. It's our receiver. We can't receive it when we're all crunched up. 
Thanksgiving opens up our receptor. And that's why the hands kind of automatically go up. It's like, well, my little granddaughter came over today and she always comes running with her arms open to grandpa or grandma <laughs> and it hits me like a sack of, you know, a light little tiny sack of, t- of potatoes, you know, wham, and grabs my legs. Arms wide open. Why? That's how we come to God. Because I'm open. I love God. I'm open for your goodness. See, that's Thanksgiving. You're not thankful when you're all bound up in your sorrows. You say, well, I have sorrow. Okay, we have sorrow. But open up your spirit now. Open up your spirit. There you go. Open up your spirit. Take a deep breath. Breathe in the breath of God. Breathe in the atmosphere of heaven. And just begin to be thankful for life, for family, for health, for money in the bank, (laughs) what little maybe you have, a car that runs sometimes, at least it runs once in a while, and days that it doesn't rain or doesn't snow. Find something to open up that trigger, and and all of a sudden, your heart will open, and you'll find as soon as you open your heart in thanksgiving, something will change, and you'll be different. Amen. This is Thanksgiving Day, and I want you to be thankful about something, and I want you to tell somebody. And when you sit around the table or the front room, turn the football game off just for long enough to have everybody say something they're thankful for. <laughs> Even the little kids, I'm thankful for my new toy. I'm thankful for, you know, this hamburger. But you'll get them into practice of being thankful. I thought it was interesting in Philippians 4 and 6. If you want your prayers answered, you have to, first of all, pray with supplications. That's that's kind of like prayer with a power booster behind it, you know. You pray and then you really supplicate with Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is the third one. It's it's kind of like the kind of like the thing that makes the entry. It gets you in. You're praying. You're having supplication. But if you drop the Thanksgiving, it's kind of like you're still outside the gate. Thanksgiving gets you in the gate. Isn't that something? I like that. And then in Colossians. Two and seven, it says, continue in prayer and watch with thanksgiving. Now, what is that? That's the after burner. After you've prayed, after you've had hands laid on you, after you've been anointed with oil, after you've asked God for the thing, you continue on with a conversation and words that are full of praise, thanksgiving, faith, confession that's good. I mean, you know, (laughs) God's coming through with this. I've been prayed for and I'm already feeling better because I've been healed by the grace. You see, I'm thankful for that. Amen. Well, God bless you guys today on this Thanksgiving. And um, I bless you in your function and what you are involved with today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's presence be with you all day. And may you see through the mist and the clouds around you to the answer. Amen. Don't forget, subscribe if you haven't done that.
If God's nudging you to send us a financial gift, you can do it through PayPal or the mail, snail mail. It'll get to us. Wow. Is this a good day to be alive? <laughs> we will see you in the morning, which is my favorite day of the week coming up. We'll have a good time together then. God bless you.